Welcome to track number 39 of The Powers of a Cross. Number 33. 34. We've done 34. 35. Okay, number 35. The power of the cross. Hey, volume please. The power of the cross is the power that enables you to do what? Is the power of the covenant that can be made between God and man. Is the power that makes it possible for there to be a covenant between God and man. Matthew 26 verse 28. He said, this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for the, uh, what do you call it? This is the power of the covenant that can be made between God and man. Huh? Are you there? Are you there? If you want to get married, I remember one lady, one lady, some people proposed to her. And she began to laugh at them. The people that were proposing to her. And she would say, I mean, how? I mean, how? How? This guy, pa. I mean, when you look at me and you look at yourself, am I your type? Am I your type? Somebody like you can be married to somebody like me. What do you mean? So she disposed of all these guys who kept coming one after the other. You get it? Now, the reason why she was saying that was a revelation that would help you to understand this verse. That it is this cross that makes it possible for somebody like him to love somebody like you. You see, the, the girl said, I mean, I mean, when you look at us, look at me, and look at yourself, can somebody like you love somebody like me? Me. I remember one... Uh, This type of A1 refined sisters. It happened that in her area there was a tailor. Do you know what I mean by a tailor? So in Ghana. So, the tailor, I don't know how come, but she was like from an upper class type of family. She came from like an upper class type of family. She was living, I think, in one of these the posh areas in Accra. And it happened that there was a tailor who was also 
having his shop in that area. <laughs> and I think they went to the fellowship together or so. There was a fellowship. And when you go to fellowship, you can't say tailors to the left, upper class to the right. So with time, the tailor and the elitist A1 girl became close. And they now wanted to marry. It was not an easy covenant. The families of the tailor and the families of the upper class sister, uh, bra- uh, upper class sister. Hey, and even in the Christian well, it was a difficult covenant. Long matter for somebody like you love somebody like me. Now someone like you and God, where do you come to sit at a table? Huh? What makes you come to sit at a table? A certain power must be at work. That's why he says that this is the blood or the, the sacrifice of, my, of the covenant. Do you see? This is the sacrifice of the covenant. Are you there? This is the sacrifice of the covenant. Covenant between me and human beings. A power has worked for somebody like him to love somebody like you. Wow. Are you excited about that? Are you happy about that? That somebody like you could love somebody like me. Huh? Wow. So, many times, you just look at the covenant, when especially it's very unequally matched. I remember one sister, she had an accident, and because she had an accident, she became paralyzed. She was in a wheelchair. And she could now move her arms, she could now move her legs. She was a beautiful girl, Beautiful girl, but she could not move her arms, she could not move her legs. And she was in a wheelchair. And so from that time, nobody wanted to marry her. But one day, a Chinese man came. Hey! You see, that is what the Bible says for God commended his love towards that whilst we were yet saved, Christ died for us. Came to make an agreement with us. So the Chinese man came and he said, beautiful American lady. But she was paralyzed. She, can't move. she cannot hold the husband and say, honey, I love you. Or this or even anything. She can't. move N- Nothing. Just sit down. So the Chinese man came. He said, I love you, baby. Yeah. He said, everybody was told, he said, eh. So one day the Chinese man said, I want to marry you. Everybody was amazed, was surprised. Can it be? And lo and behold, 
he had a wedding. <laughs> Sometimes it causes me to wonder. <laughs> you are the cripple in the wheelchair. Like the frog without legs. And here is somebody who is moving and walking. So he had a wedding. And he married her. Then we were all there. When we saw. That she was pregnant. Hey, Somebody who cannot lift up the legs. You see, you are the person who cannot even lift your legs. You cannot even lift your arms to help yourself. And God said, I'll marry you. You cannot make even stew, rice, bread, tea, nothing. You cannot do anything in the world. You cannot even go into bed. You cannot come out of the bed. You only lie. When you are lying down, you lie. And somebody says, I want you. I mean, you, so you people think the person is mad. Uh-huh. That, that is, that is, that is, is, is there's a, a power that will make somebody be attracted to that person, to marry the person, to have a child with the person. So one day, I saw these two people. Myself, the man and the wife, and then they st- were talking about their marriage. And the wife said, the woman said, our marriage was different. The problem that we have is also different because I cannot move. I marveled. Yeah. So when Jesus lifted up his breath, he said, this is the reason why I can marry somebody like you. And make an agreement with you. It's only a power. A power. Yeah. You see, now when you take your cross and go, you release a power that can make God love murderers and agree to marry a murderer. Yeah. God would agree to marry, I mean, down and out, armed robbers, thieves, killers, wicked people. Oh, is it not powerful? Sometimes it causes me to wonder. Just to think that I was so bad that you knew all about my past. But that didn't make you any different. That didn't make you any different. You said you could fix all of that. I got so excited till my heart nearly skipped a beat. Feels so good to be understood. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. When I think that somebody, somebody like me. If you don't tremble, you are not a genuine Christian. I want to see some trembling. Somebody, somebody like you will love somebody like him. 
Brr. Hey, the blood of Jesus is powerful. The cross of Jesus is powerful. Hey, covenantal has released the power to make such a covenant between God and somebody like you. And, and, and that's the kind of power. That's why there are a lot of drunkards in Catherine Kuhlman's ministry. A lot of them. Drunkards who gave their life to Christ and were changed. Yeah. Power. Make God and the drunkard work together. Now, there's another power that is released. One more power, lah. The power of the cross is the power that provides the basis for our justification. Do you see? Justification. And the verse I want you to look at there is Romans chapter 5, verse 9. Much more than being now justified... By his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Romans chapter 5, verse 9. Being justified by his blood, we justified. Everybody say justified. How are you justified? By the blood. The blood of the cross. There is a verse in Colossians which describes the blood of Jesus as the blood of the cross. The blood of the cross. Anytime you see the cross, the blood. The blood is the blood of the cross. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Okay. Now, what is it that makes you justified? Hmm? Let me show you this verse in uh, Colossians. Colossians chapter 1, verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. It calls the blood of Jesus the blood of what? I can't hear you. The blood of his cross. Amen. The blood of the cross. Blood of his cross. So whenever you see the blood, it's the blood of the cross. It's not the the, the blood of the lamb, but it's the blood of the cross. Amen. It's one of the descriptions of the blood of Jesus. It's the blood of his cross. And it's found only in this verse. Colossians. Alright? Now, whenever you see people, have, have you noticed on Sky News, they have these people whose relative has been killed, child has been killed, and they found the killer, and they are going to court. Isn't it? Have you noticed a lot? They have it a lot. And they, and they really want the guy to be put in jail. The reason is that they feel justified. 
They don't feel any sense of wrongdoing. They feel they are good. And this is a very evil man who has done this or done this or done that. So there's that sense of justification. All right. Now, it comes from not being conscious of your sins. Sometimes we realize that this justification that God gives to us is something that we need greatly to be able to do well. Strength comes with justification. But when you are very conscious of your sin, if you are past sin, sometimes you can't do very well. Isn't it? When you are talking about some things, you say, this is me, la. Yeah. You don't come pre- preach about certain things, you know. Okay. But there is a power that can make you, having been even a murderer, to speak about murder and be strong. There is a power that having destroyed marriages, you can speak with strength into such issues. There is a power that having been an adulterer and a fornicator can give you strength still to be a what? Huh? A powerful helper of people who have had such difficulty. Who have such difficulty. And with strength and justification. As though, you see, justification, they always used to tell us when we were in SU, it means just as if you didn't do it. Justification. I remember that definition from Scripture Union. To be justified means to be just as if you didn't do it. How many are glad that it's just as if? And I'm, I'm here to give you or pray for you or help you to be strong and to have in your, within you a strength about everything, even if you have done one or two. Two or four. Two, one or two hundred. Hey, I can't hear it well. I said, I can't hear it well. Now, I'm going to show you one of the greatest examples of justification. I don't think you've seen it before. How many want to see? Do you want to see justification? Hey, God is wild, though. Their power is too wild. Okay, Matthew 26. Now, Peter, Matthew 26, verse 69. Are you there? Have you found 69? Now, let's look at, let's look at Peter. Now, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. And a servant girl came to him and said, You two were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it. Now, circle the word deny. And he denied it before all of them, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. When he had gone out to the gateway, another servant girl saw him and said to those who were there, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, 
Again. Everybody say again. again. How many want to be justified about something that you've done again and again and again, over and over again? And again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. I don't know him. A little later, the bystanders came up to Peter and said, Surely you two are one of them, for even the way you talk. Now you must talk. When you belong to a church, you must talk in a certain way, lah. I said, when you belong to a church, you must talk in a certain way, lah. That is what shows that you are from there, lah. True, lah. Even the way you talk, lah, it shows. It gives you away. You know, one day, I met somebody who wanted to marry somebody. I was trying to assess the person. And I thought I was going to have a difficult time to assess the person. But after I talked for just a few minutes, a few words, lah, that the person, and I realized, oh, the person is in the house. Because there is a way you talk, la. Then you see the person is from the house, la. Yes. But not two words. One day, one of our pastors went to uh, preach in the prison. There's a lot of prisoners. When he was, as he was preaching, then somebody shouted, Forgive! He said, hey, are you here, la? Then as he was preaching, some people shouted, mercy! Mercy! There were one or two members in the prison. (laughs) So, and, and you can tell when somebody is not really part of the house. Yeah, even a church, you can tell whether a whole church is not really part of the house. Now, the way the church is and how they talk. Like. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a message. It's a sausage with some small bacon. (laughs) They said, even the way you talk gives you away. Then he began to curse. I swear. I swear my mother. I swear my father. I swear God. I do not know him. I have not seen him before. And immediately, a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the words which Jesus had said. Before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and he wept bitterly. Hey. Peter was, Peter, he, 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 he was just like Judas. Only that, he didn't kill himself. 
and he didn't have money involved. But he denied knowing Jesus. Turn with me to Acts. Acts chapter 3. You know this story? A certain man was laying and Peter and John, verse 1, went up to the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Are you there? And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. To ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who's seen Peter and John about to go into the temple? Asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew it, that it was he which sat at the arms, sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened to them. And as the lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch. That is, called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Now, when Peter saw it, now it's time to preach now. He answered and said unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us? Everybody look at me. I say, Peter was now preaching. (laughs) With confidence. Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob and the God of our fathers has glorified his son Jesus whom ye delivered up and denied him. You denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But look at verse 40. But you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer. To be granted unto you. And kill the prince of life. From whom God. Has raised from the dead. Whereof we are witnesses. Look at somebody who is preaching about denying of Christ. I can't hear the thing very well. I said look at somebody who is preaching about denying of Jesus Christ. You denied. You denied. You denied. With strength. Justify, you see, it's only a certain power that can make you just as if you are not the one that is in the preaching. Just as if, just as if, deny Christ three times. Then, when you see people, hmm? when you see people and you are coming to preach to them, instead of speaking gently. You say, but the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac has glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to give him up. He has mentioned denied once. Then he continues. I want to emphasize on the topic of denial of Christ. So he mentioned in, in verse 13, then he goes to his next point, which is in verse 14. He said, but you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted 
unto you and kill the prince of life whom God has raised from the dead. And through his name and faith in his name, God has made this man strong. Ah! This is the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. He said we are justified through the blood of the cross. Just as if. Just as if you never touched it before. This is the power that God can give a person. You deny. The people who say, but you, you, you are the first denier. You are the first denier in the history of Christianity. First, first person to deny. Even yours was prophesied. And you, you fell into it directly. <laughs> you were told. You were warned and you were advised. And you did it. But he stands just as if he hadn't done it before. That's how God is making you out, eh? Just as if. Just as if you were a virgin. Just as if you were a virgin. Yeah, you'll be just as if you were a virgin. Just as if you were a virgin. Just as if you were holy. Just as if you're not a liar or a thief. Just as if you're not a wicked person. You see, that is why the devil accuses you when you decide to go and preach. He tries to bring up things. Oh, not you, not you. Let others speak. So he will tell this road, don't speak. He will tell, don't speak, let these people speak. But he's also telling these people, don't speak, let these people speak. He's also telling these people, no, no, not you, not you. You know yourself, let these people speak. So he's telling everybody to shut up. Not knowing that he's saying the same thing to everyone. So it's just a few people who can break out and say, Hey! 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 I'm justified. Just as if I never did it. And you preach with strength and say, You are deniers of Christ. You deniers of Christ. You are deniers of Christ. Just as if. The power of, he said, the powers of a cross. Hey. The blood of Jesus, there is something. The cross of Christ, there is something. Cross of Jesus. Uh, that's why Paul said, me, I determined to know Jesus Christ and Him crucified. This is what I came here to discuss. Yeah. That's all my topic. It's Christ and Him crucified. That's what can qualify every single one of us listening here to stand here and speak about holiness. Speak about God. Speak about heaven. Speak like an, as if you are an angel. Stand and point to the view. Deny it. Deny it. Deny it. Hey. It's fantastical. It's amazing. Why don't you give Jesus a clap? Often.
37. I'm sure, and you know, we are not going to finish. <laughs> to be continued another time. Okay, okay, okay. The power of the cross is the power. All right. The power of the cross is the power that gives the evidence that God will bless you with everything that you need in this life. Power of the cross. Yeah. It's the greatest evidence that God is going to give you everything. Anything. Car. House. Cross is rather the highest message of prosperity. It's the highest message of prosperity. What do you think? Okay, okay. Romans 8.32. Have you found Romans 8.32? He that spared not his own son. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. Hmm? How shall he not with him freely give us all things? All right? What do you think? Now, as soon as you see that the cross has not been stopped from you, it has not been withheld, Christ's cross was not withheld from you, you should know that there is nothing else that will be withheld. Yeah, yeah. It's evidence. Because the biggest thing has been given. The rest are small, small donuts and pies. Yeah. They are just, I mean, not small. If somebody says, I'm going to give you 117,000, and he sends 107. Thousand. What do you think about the ten? Because the big one, when you send me a text, the reason why my answers are very short. See, all these are people, different, different issues. Tanzania, here, Accra, Cape Coast, these are different things. So when you get an answer, wow, good, nice, you should be very happy. But how can I sit down? Come, somebody sent me a text asking me that in prayer, should you pray to the Holy Spirit, to the Father, or to the Son? How can I answer? I don't know what I'm doing. Are you there? Okay, okay, okay. Good, good. Now, the big one has been sent. The small ones are on their way. House is on the way. Car, it was already given. You know, I remember when I started the ministry, my dream car was a Peugeot 405. Huh? There was a golden brown. No. No, no, no. <laughs> I remember... In, uh, yeah, I remember in uh, Akuse, the person was working for VRN. He was selling a car, golden brown. And I was at, at Pastor Eddie's house. He was working at Akuse there. And I would, I would get up in the morning at dawn and go for a prayer walk. But my prayer walk would end up at that house. 
And I would stand out early in the morning when people have not got up. And I would look. Because the gate, you could see through the gate. And the walls were very short. You see, I saw the car standing there. Brown, four or five. Wow. I don't know whether it was air conditioning, but just Pijou. Wow. Um, these are why God doesn't want you to struggle over. What's a car? It's nothing for God. What's a husband? It's nothing. What's a child? It's nothing. It's nothing. Is there anything too hard when he has given his son? If he did not spare, the word he used is spare. When he was giving you, he did not spare his son. He could have spared his son. as I have not spared him. Then there is nothing that is good. That he was. So if he hasn't given it to you, then it's not good yet for you. That's all. That's, that's it. It's not good. And maybe he has to time it well. And maybe it's the best thing for you. There are some stories we can't share, but some of the worst things in your life are the best things in your life. You see? There are people who are disappointed that you were born in Africa with an African face, with a black skin, and therefore you are despised. You know, sometimes you see these people in this hotel, the way they talk and they behave, and so you can see how they have an attitude straight away, you know. But if you had had the white skin, you may be sitting up there somewhere else, not even believing in God. And because you are who you are, you have the humility to be here and to listen to preaching. Is it not better than going to hell? Think about it. So, so sometimes what you think is your greatest disadvantage in this world is actually, this is really, this is really your main gift. The main gift of your life is that thing. So some of the unfortunate things in our life which have directed us into certain things, they are actually the main thing. Yeah, it's the main thing of your life. Without it, you wouldn't. I mean, I mean when, 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 when I was brought here, my uncle wanted me to stay in Newcastle, Sunderland, to go to school. I said, no way. I will not stay here. See, by that time, God had already touched my heart. He meant more to me than any of these things. It meant more to me. You get it? It meant more to me. Go to medical school here. No, 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 no. God meant more to me. Yeah. I'm blessed that I serve the Lord. Happy. The seniors of my life, they have been the greatest blessing of my life. The orangus. It had been a nice, humbling experience of my life. They gave me a book to write. When I speak to someone, you must have been through a lot. You sound so, it was an old person. Very experienced. It's your age. You seem to know so many things. One story after another. Every time you know something, somebody did. This type of certain man, a certain lady, sometime, one time this. Hmm? 
And every time you hear a new story that you've not heard before. Yeah. Yeah. All those things. They are painful when they happen. But they are funny when you are telling them one day. Uh, And so you should look at all your painful things. And sometimes you should be a bit lighthearted. Make fun of yourself. Hmm. I mean, don't take yourself too seriously. Hmm. Take it easy, la. I said, take it easy, la. (laughs) Too serious about everything. Too serious. Why? Relax. So he has not withheld, he has not spared, he has not spared his son. But a house is not something he will struggle over to give to you. And a car, he will not struggle about giving you a car. He's not going to struggle to give you money. No, no, no. He didn't spare. The word is spare, not give. Spare. <laughs> when his son was begging him, he just, he, he, his son was begging him. And the prayer that Jesus prayed is what made me know that it was a real prayer. He said that, I know that with thee, all things are possible. That means that I know that with God, there is another way that can be possible. That was a prayer that he prayed to God. It it shows you that it was a real prayer. It was a serious bargain and a plea. And God, his father kept quiet. His father did not spare him for you. What again is he going to withhold? You tell me what he's going to withhold from you. So when he calls you and said, take up your cross. By taking up your cross, you are, and, 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 and him not sparing you, your life, it shows you that there is nothing that, since he's not sparing you, there is nothing else that he cannot spare for your sake, that he cannot give to you. Yeah. But he does not spare, it's a sign. Yeah. It's a sign. Once you see, one day you see a person withhold something, you know. Yeah. Even a man's life, you can see before you marry him, you can see some evidence of how he is. Depending on what he will spare. When he buys you perfume, instead of buying Gucci, you buy Pucci. Or Calvin Clinton. Instead of Calvin Klein, he has gone to buy Calvin Clinton. Because he wanted to spare his money. So you you can see Coco Chantel. Instead of Chanel, Coco Chantel. Because he wanted to spare his money. So you see, you can sort of have a feeling. If he spared that hundred dollars, you can show that when he gets married, he's going to withhold a whole lot of things from you. Instead of buying Calvin, what Calvin Clinton, Calvin Clinton, Calvin Clinton perfume. Hey.
Calvin Clinton. You withhold it. And it shows that when you get married, you will withhold. You will never buy anything for your wife. Yes. You will never buy. And we are going to sack you from our association. The Christian's husbands. You are a shame to Christian husbands. When was the last time you bought a dress? Do you even know your wife's size? I'm calling your mobile directly. But you know the size of Oprah Winfrey when you see her on television. (laughs) You don't know her size. The size of her panties. And the size of other things. You know only your size. Only your own size. Shame. You bought you bought perfume. Tesco flowers perfume. Tesco flowers. Tesco flowers. <laughs> then when your wife opens that you bought a perfume, then she finds that it is air refreshener that you have bought, not perfume. Air refreshener! You have bought air refreshener instead of buying perfume! Because you want to spare! You want to spare your few pounds! Oh, you are ashamed. Cancel his name from the association. Are you listening? What you spare, it, it says something about you. You take your wife to the restaurant. Order some food. Everything that she wants, you say, no, it's expensive. No, 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 not this one. This one is expensive. No, 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 no. When they bring the food, you say, ha, we can buy a whole chicken with this money. When she's ordering drink, you say, no, 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 no. Water. It's better to drink water. When they ask you, do you want sparkling or still? So, no, tap, tap water. Just drink tap water. You are ashamed. You want to spare your ten pounds, twenty pounds. 
So what you spare is a revelation about your love and what generosity to expect. Oh yeah. What to expect in the future. You see that people counting things. When they order, no, no, no. I want to, even when you go to McDonald's and they say, uh, Big Mac and super size, no super size, no super size. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 big size, small size, everything small, small size, everything small. You are wasting money, you are wasting the money. It's a revelation, it's a revelation about your kindness that's why when god did not spare his son it was a very wild revelation of what he will not spare oh yeah that's why his servants when when he sends his servant and he, and he sends his servant he does not spare any good thing from them he does not withhold things it's nothing to him when i gave my son what about these ones are nothing i 20 pounds that's nothing you get the feeling, what type of person is this? When I ordered, he said, no, don't order this. These ones are expensive. This one is 150. This one is 130. One pound 30. This one is one pound 50. Buy the one pound 30. Calvin Clinton. Chantel. Chantel. <laughs> Coco Chantel. When you marry such a person, you must know you are going to eat Gary in your house forever. <laughs> Sit down. All right, all right, all right. The power of the cross is the power that can provide all good things for us. Is it not a powerful thing? The power of the cross is the power of the healing ministry. Power of the healing ministry. <laughs> Healing is in the cross. Healing is in the cross. The more the sacrifice of your life, the more of healing anointing. The cross released the healing power. But he was wounded. For our transgression. He was wounded. For our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace. Was upon him. Come and Marcella. What is the same of the song? I expect a miracle. How many know that when Jesus cross comes. 
That is why when, when the Lord sent me to have crusades, He told me, pray for the sick. I must pray for the It's very important to Him that I pray for the sick and that I do the healing aspect. And it, it, it's very important to the Lord because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you have somebody, you tell the person, look, I've paid for this, I've paid for this. So get it. Because I've paid for it. Well, I've paid for you. Don't pick it up. You know? Yeah. I've paid for it. Just take it. And you don't, you don't go and get it. It's very something. Especially if it was an expensive thing. You know? So he bought our transgressions on the tree. And by his stripes we are healed. I expect a miracle today nothing is impossible if you just believe and say that I believe God's word is still the same and I I expect a miracle today and oh, and I expect a miracle today if nothing is impossible if you just believe and say that I And I expect a miracle today. Woman with the issue of love, she said to herself, If I can touch but his clothes, I know I will be whole. She pressed through the from behind, she touched his clothes, her blood began to dry, she knew she received the miracle she needed that day, the centurion with the servant who was ill, heard that Jesus had the power to make him well, and he said to the Lord, if you just speak the word, I know my servant will be healed. Jesus said, go your way, just believe. You will find your servant healed and free. Because you came expecting your miracle from me.
of your own. Circumstances don't provide you much hope, but your heart it says, I know there's a way. Friend, I know of an anchor's The word of God will always stand sure. And what he said he will do, if you just expect him to, a miracle will happen to you. So don't be moved by the things that you see, but look to Jesus and what your faith believes, that Jesus is the same as he was yesterday, and he works miracles for those who still believe, just speak the word out. us to do to to go because he paid it's also one of the things he paid for you know when sometimes we go to a place and we are in the hotel and they tell us order order what you need <laughs> it's all part of it breakfast is part of go eat <laughs> you get it huh ramada Go eat, eat, eat. If you, if, you, if you don't eat, you are losing on something important that has been paid for. You get it? So this is what God does. He has paid through the power of the cross for healing. Now, before you will have healing, you will also have to take a cross. And healing will come. That cross is a cross of shame. You know, one day I went to preach someone. You know, that thing... I had to be healed of it. But somebody say, oh, just a headache. Oh, just a this. Oh, nobody is healed. Oh, somebody, you know, oh, it's just a little, it's not a real healing. It's a, you need to take that thing on. And that's also something that actually keeps most pastors out of healing. And out of praying for the sick. As well as their own sicknesses, which they are unable to cure. <laughs> It's another cross. And until you take that cross, you will not actually see 
It's been a big journey for me to enter into miracle ministry. Yeah, I'm just about to start some new miracle service. Nothing is impossible. Miracle service in the Kodesh. Yeah. So, but it's, the main thing is to take up that. I don't care. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care what. Huh? Don't care what. Sorry, right, lie. Sorry, right, lie. I don't care what you feel. I don't have power. I am nothing. Is this? Is that? It's a shameful sort of feeling of whatever. But you, how you, it's a cross you have to have. Uh-huh. No, that's how you have to be. And without that cross, you get it. You never really walk into. You can't stay. You may enter and you return. You go and come. It's not easy to stay there. <laughs> you see, Philippa, you can have a monthly miracle service in your church. Yeah, monthly miracle service. Don't come for me. Pray for you. Pray for the people. Yeah. Now, you see, you have, you have to put aside all shame. You know, you are a doctor. You have a chest, so you say, oh, my head was, I was feeling dizzy at this place. It's gone. I had a pain that went to the right, to the left, and it came to the side, and it came up again, and it has gone. And you ask yourself, oh, what is this? What is this? <laughs> it's like you are a fool. Like as if you haven't been to school before. Uh, because the cross, make, when you are hanging on the cross with your panties, or even without panties, are you not a fool? Are you not a curse? And that is what God wants us to take. Foolishness, he has chosen things that are despised. And I tell you, look, at the crusade, I've got another film. I'll not show you this time, maybe another time, next time. You see somebody in this last crusade, he came from his far away town when he heard that we were there. You see him testify. He said he could not walk. He could not walk. He came. He was whatever. And he was healed. He said, he said, he said I am God to him. <laughs> you just look at this person. He's, and he came to Don Kokrom from far away in the eastern region where we had had another crusade just to be there with a delegation. <laughs> it was healed at that crusade. Yeah, it's amazing. And you see that uh, this last crusade we had wheelchairs, crippled, nights were cripples after cripples. Could not walk, walking. I remember one in a wheelchair for years. She could not, the first day she came out, she was like this. Grace, you remember? And the next day, by the next day she came, she was jumping on the stage. Somebody who had been paralyzed in a wheelchair for years. You see, you can never see these things unless you are not a shy. The shy ones will come and then you do it. The testicles coming out in half a cine. Yeah, you saw it on the, where do you see it? Oh, testicles. No testicle, it came. No testicle, it came. There were two. Huh? There was one. We've had one somewhere. And we had two in half a scene. Huh? There was a guy who had none. All the two. Brr. Power has come. The cross has brought us healing. By his wounds, we are healed. Amen. Okay, okay. The next one.
The power of the cross is the power to reconcile us to God. Romans 5.10 No, is that number 40? No, number 40. Oh, sorry, 39, sorry. I was on 41. The power of the cross is the power that releases eternal life into the souls of people. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So it's the power that releases eternal life. And as you go to places and you work for God and you suffer and you give your life and you give up everything, many people will have eternal life. Number 40. The power of the cross is the power to deliver us from this present evil age. Is this not a present evil age? Tell me, are there not present evil ages around? What is happening? Have you found this evil age? Galatians chapter 1 verse 4. What does it say? Okay. What does it say? Who gave himself for our sins so that he might deliver us from this present evil world? Wow. According to the will of God and our Father. Are you glad about that? That God gave himself for us in order that he may deliver us from this present evil world of homosexuals, of, I mean, murderers, pedophiles, drug addicts. I mean, are you not delivered from all these things? So, I mean, that's the power that has been released in your life. Think about it. Think about how you, how many realize that you started on that road small or even big? Uh Uh-huh. And then, through a power, I said through a certain power, you were removed from that road and put on another road, delivered from the present evil age. Is it not fantastic? Is it not amazing? Love for Jesus. Okay. Can I have three people who think you would have been drug addicts? Come, come to the front. You would have been drug addicts in this present evil world. Come, come. One, two, three. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. How many do you think you would have been drunkards? Come. Drunkards also join. Those who think you would have been drunkards. <laughs> homosexuals. How many think you would have been homosexuals? If you think you would have been a homosexual, to come. If you think you would have been adulterous, to come. Adulterous. You see, some of you, 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 are, you are men, but they've told you that you look like a girl. All that your face is femaleish. Do you see? All that you have, whatever. And then adulteress. How many think you would have been, uh, what again? Pedophiles. Pedophiles. Sleeping with children. Sleeping with children. Okay, prostitutes. You told me you have also been a prostitute. Come, quick, 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 quick. Look at how many, the rest of you are all holy people. All holy Holy people here. All of you are holy people. You, 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 there's nothing wrong with you. You wouldn't have been anything. You wouldn't have been anything. <laughs> but Christ, through his cross, has delivered you, all of you, from this evil world. 
Give Jesus a mighty shout and a clap of praise. Hallelujah. How many know that there is a crowd like this in Paris and in France who are waiting to be delivered from this evil world? How many know that there is a crowd like this in Czechoslovakia and Poland and Uzbekistan and Ukraine and Belarus and Russia who are waiting to, to be delivered from this current evil world? Have you ever watched a documentary on abortion in Russia? Oh, abortion is like shaking hands. Every woman comes, no, open your leg, they scrape, scrape, then you go out all the time. Every man, they come scraping, scraping, scraping. Open your leg, they put this like a fork, they put it in the scrape, scrape the baby out, then you go. You bleed for some time, then you go, come all the time. No contrast. That's how they just clear the babies all the time. Come and we scrape for you. All the time. China too is like that. Yeah. This, that's it. This evil world. Some of you have done abortions and so on. Can you imagine if you are doing it on a monthly basis or two every two months? It wouldn't be nice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That is the meaning of thank you, Jesus. How many understand the meaning of the word thank you, Jesus? This is the meaning of the word thank you, Jesus. He has delivered us from this present evil age through his cross. And his powerful sacrifice, you have been set. That's what I call my Lord and my God and my deliverer, my Savior. You understand what I say, my Savior? Yes. Let's think about our God, our Savior, and our King, the one who gave it all. He gave up everything. That we should be his friends, his friends until the end. Wow. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. You may go back to your seats. And the righteous ones, are, greet them when you get back. Those who didn't need salvation, they are all in their chairs. Okay, 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 good, good. Now, 41. The power of the cross is the power to reconcile us to God. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God. Romans 5 verse 10. We were reconciled to God. I'm going to give you three in a row. So I think we can finish. We can try and scan through some quick ones. Okay, 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 good, good. The power of the cross is the power to reconcile us to God. Okay? Hmm? Romans 5.10 When we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. We were reconciled by what? What reconciled us? By the death of His Son. You see, what I'm sharing with you is showing you the effect of the death of Christ. Yeah. It's a very wild thing. He reconciled us by the death of his son. 
It is all in this cross. In the death, in the blood, in the sacrifice contains your reconciliation. We were reconciled by the death of his son. Every single verse I've given you shows you a specific effect of the death, the blood, the cross of Jesus Christ in its different effects. Reconcile, make it the ability to make a covenant with two unusual partners. Like a, a cow and a frog getting married. Yeah. A frog and a cow joining and having a baby. Uh, And every time the frog has to pick up his wife, the, the, the cow has to pick his wife, the frog. is the effect of this cross. Blood. Forgive to justify you. Make you as if, as if, as if you never, you stand and you'll be talking. So yeah. Sometimes, you know, the way you, do not even occur to the people to ask you. But you lie, you lie, you lie. <laughs> no, you can't, okay. You are so pure. You are so angelic. One day, there was one of my pastors. He's, he has an angelic face. Yeah. Whenever I see him, he's, he's so angelic. But it, my greatest surprise was when he said that he was a drunkard. Yeah. I have several former drunkards pastors. If I actually, now my mind has come to two angelic looking pastors. Both of them look angelic. They were both wild drunkards. I mean, drunk and manifest. Become unconscious. I mean, do foolish things. (laughs) And you see them angelically looking around. Hmm. The blood. The cross. A year powerful. Wow. A power to create an unusual group of people. Zealous of good works. Amen. Okay, okay. Good, good. Power to reconcile us. The next one. The power to bring us to God. Which is similar to reconcile. First Peter 3 verse 18. For Christ also has suffered once for sins. He has suffered for sins. For the just and for the unjust. That he might bring us to God. That he might bring us to God. Being put to death in the flesh. But quickened by the spirit. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Number 43. The power of the cross is the power that brings a person near. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, ye 
who were sometimes far, far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. You are made nigh by the blood. Sacrifice makes you near. Yeah. I remember when Pastor Obi was here, I told him, when you go to Kenya, or when you go out there, you will be closer to me than when you are in London, even though I will not see you in London. Yeah. Because there is a certain fellowship that exists between people who have given up everything. That you can't have between people who have not given have not given up everything. It's true. I mean, it's a reality. When we were in medical school, there was a certain fellowship that exists between medical students. That does not exist between medical students and English students, philosophy students. We were not that close. But those of us who were suffering in the school, we became close, closer and closer. We are squeezed together. Yeah. So there is a certain way of talking and understanding things that comes when you have given up certain. So it has a power when you give up your glory to bring you nearer to something that you are not near to. Now, yeah. You can only sit back and analyze it and say this, this, this. But there's a certain nearness and coming close. It's the power to bring you near, bring you close. You that are far have brought you. So when you take up your cross, cross has a power of bringing you nearer. Even those of us who have come to the camp, we are ready to sacrifice Monday's work, Tuesday's work, and, th- and Wednesday's work. And the white people will count it and deduct it and add it to the thing and fix it on your life and change your holiday and deduct this and do this whole. But not everybody is prepared to do that. But for those who are prepared to do that, la, there is a certain fellowship. And those of us, even those of us who have been at certain camps that we have been through, there is a certain fellowship that exists. Yeah. So, don't resist the cross because the cross, your cross, is giving you access to certain people that you would never have thought you would ever be close to. Something that looks far becomes so close to you. I remember one of the people that works with me. was far and in another in even another branch I never ever spoke to the person or anything one day I met the person I was introduced to the person I shook the person's hand she did not have her bath for the next couple of days because I have shaken her hand it has a kind of reference I shook her hand she didn't bath the next day, didn't bat because the hand that are shaking. Yeah. And when she gave up her job, she became near to what looked so far. Yeah. 
came here. <laughs> Is it not amazing? Yeah. Uh, that giving up some can suddenly transport you from a distant location and deposit you at where it looked so extreme. Extremely. How can I ever talk to such a person? Wow. This is the power of the cross. You see, when you, Pastor Joe, you were not prepared to give up, you get it, in those days, it took you far. You were near, and it took you far. So as you were even being ejected, or not even being, you were ejecting yourself further, the people at the meeting were all asking you, why? Why? Why do you want to go away? Are you understanding the sausage of the message? <laughs> okay, okay, we are going to have a break in a few moments. How many are enjoying the powers of a cross? Are you surprised that the cross is powerful? You are surprised? Yeah. The powers that are in the cross. It's more powerful than any of us ever knew. Reconcile us. Bring us to God. Make a cow and a frog marry and live happily ever after. A covenant. That's what Jesus said. This is the blood of, my, of the covenant. The new covenant. This is what can make such a covenant possible. A holy person. Wicked, murderers, liars, thieves, every. I can marry them. How many do you have? 43. 44. The power of the cross is a power that enables us to belong to God. Now, how many would like to be owned by a rich person? I mean by God. If you were a dog and your owner was a poor man at Nima residential area of Ghana. Oh, I don't know what residential area you have in Zimbabwe, but. Uh, and your owner was a millionaire in Yorkshire or Bournemouth. Would you like to be a dog in Nima in Ghana or a dog in Yorkshire? Hey, you get a nice cushion to eat, to sleep on. You have your own personal doctor. If you are a dog here. <laughs> you have your own dog hospital. Your own what? Dog saloon. Yeah. Your dog insurance. Look. Dog passport. You have your, you have your own passport. <laughs> They'll take you for a walk on the path. If you are owned by a millionaire in Yorkshire, that if you are owned by a poor man, a watchman, a security guard somewhere at Agbogbloshi, before you realize, you'll be there. When you do, whoa, whoa, they'll say, hey, kebab, come. And they will make you into kebab right now. They will add you to the beef that they are selling.
Hey. I said, hey. One day, I invited somebody to come somewhere. I forgot where and who, but maybe I'll remember. And the person said, it's just one problem for me, for us to come. Ah, yes, I remember now. Well, this one was Switzerland. He said, our difficulty is that we have to take our dog to a hotel. It's a hotel for dogs. As I'm coming and pay hotel bills for the dogs to travel. For me to travel and come, I need to take my dog to a dog's hotel. Yeah. So it's all those bills. You can't just leave the dog outside and go and come. No, 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 no. When you come to Africa, who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? (laughs) They are all out. It's not about who let the dogs out. They are out already. (laughs) How many would like to be owned by a millionaire? Let's read it. That's what the power of the cross has done. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6. What? Or is it second? But it's 1 Corinthians 6 here. Know ye not that your body is the temple of God, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought. You are bought. How many are happy that you've been bought? With a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit. So you have changed ownership. After being at Kenyan Nairobi slums, you have been transferred to a millionaire's house in Switzerland. Now you have insurance, you have your own passport. You have your own hotel. Huh? Bubble bath. Dog's bubble bath. Dog shampoo. You will not bath with rainwater again. You will not bath in a gutter again. You bath with shampoo. Special shampoo from special designer shops for dogs. Huh? Pedigree what? Chum. That's what you eat. Tin. They buy a food. Tin food. Dog toothpaste. You have toothpaste to brush your teeth, Mr. Dog. Because a new owner has bought you. I have good news for you today. God has bought you out of the hands of darkness and out of the hands of the devil. He said he has bought you. And what was the price that he paid? He bought you. He has purchased you with his own blood. At the cross. So now you have a new owner. A new boss. 
This is one of the things the cross has done. You have been transferred and been made into the... You are now owned by a rich, great, powerful person. So you now have your own shampoo. You have your own bubble bath. Your own hotel. Huh? And they will. When, you, when they die, I leave all... One man, he was... Have I told you that story before? He was very, very, very distant with his wife. He was not happy with her. So when he died, he wrote in his will, my house, my this, my this, all those things. So he left everything to the cat. And then he left only one thing to his wife, the Bible, for her to change her ways. (laughs) (laughs) it's a sausage (laughs) he left a bible for his wife he left the house and everything to the cat (laughs) look at another verse in Acts chapter 22 20 the power of the cross is the power that enables you Twenty verse twenty-eight. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. He said, be very careful with these people. Be very careful. Tenderly now. Gently. He has bought them with his blood. He has bought them. Christ came to buy us back. Through his blood, he repurchased us from ownership. When the devil stood on the pinnacle and showed that Jesus the world, he said, all these are mine. I, it's mine to give you. He owned the world. That's why that song is not completely correct. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his Mm-mm. The devil is the God of this world. And many of the things in this world are in the control of the devil. And that's why he pointed out. That is why not all money comes from God. Yeah, when you think that you have received money and you are rich and you are, it's not all money that comes from God. A lot of money comes from the devil, and that is why he governs the use of it, and he doesn't allow it to come into the kingdom, and doesn't allow it, and he uses it to destroy the people that he gives it to. He gives it to them to destroy them. Many people are destroyed by money because not all money is not it's not easily released into the hands of God's people. Yeah, rarely do you find people who have money. And who allow it to be used for the work of God or for God. Amen? Amen. So, take heed now. Careful how you handle me. 
Because I've got an owner. Sometimes I'm in the house and I hear my daughter cry. She knows when she cries. Ah, then who is making her cry? Yeah. Una is there now. Why? Why? Why are they crying? Who is crying? What, what are you doing? Why? Why wake up and crying? Why crying? Don't like crying. You see, God is listening to her cry. Why? Who is making him cry? I don't like that. Who is making her cry? Your owner is watching over you. I said, your owner is, he said, that's why I said, take it to the flock of God, which he purchased with his own blood. The power of the cross enabled you to be bought. It was a legal transaction. And when you take up your cross, it will have the legal powers and financial backing to purchase Polish people. Chileans, Brazilians, Spanish-speaking, Africans, Asians. Power to purchase them from the grips of the devil. When we went to, um, is it Bolivia? Bolivia. Where we went to eat by some traffic light. Pastor Richard, do you remember? There were some children standing. Is it Bolivia? Cochabamba. You see in the night, midnight, you see a child like this. A little girl. Little girl standing by the traffic light alone. You pass another, you see another child. They are like dogs in the city. I tell you. Foxes. They are like foxes in London. You see little, little. I'm talking this height. This height. And there's nothing like that I've seen in any part of Africa. One, they, 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 they move in the city. They are like foxes. They have no owner. No father, no mother. You don't know what they are doing. They run sometimes three, four. We were sitting in the restaurant. We were eating. They came to stand there. On the window. What money? What the way we were going, we saw some of the traffic lights. Some here. All over. Hey. All these people are waiting. They said, Satan has taken these children. He has taken the parents. He's destroyed them. You, you see, when Satan owns, when, when you have the wicked owner, you see the, 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 the dog of a wicked owner or the cat of a wicked You see, lean bones. The dog eats only lizards in the house that it can catch. <laughs> that is all that it can eat. <laughs> but God's power through your sacrifice will purchase these ones from the streets from the hands of Satan I saw a brother after he, sa- he said to me I want to go with Pastor Kweku to Brazil I said go God will bless you go go give your life for some better reason because I'm telling you, you and the person who stays, you will all eat, you will all drink, you will all sleep somewhere, you will all have a house to stay in, you will all have a car, and most of you will have nothing to give to your children when you die. <laughs> That's the truth. True, la? <laughs> it's the lot of 95% of all human beings. Yeah. We brought nothing. And most of us take nothing out of this world (laughs) mercy you may not want to think about what I'm saying what I'm saying is the truth 
when your father died, did he give anything to you? Was there anything? And your mother, did she have anything for you? Nola. Bills. <laughs> I rest to be paid. Yeah. That's the lot of most people. So why not, okay, if he's going to be eating, drinking, sleeping, staying somewhere, driving a car, moving, why not do all that for a reason? Uh-huh. So that at the end of the day, we are all the same, but I use my years and my life for the cross. And one day you stand before him and you see angels move to meet you. You, you think you are... Uh, you know, there's sometimes, sometimes God gives you a picture. You wonder who you are because you've seen it. So you, you find that you have you've suddenly become important. When you live a life of non-importance in this world, and suddenly you find out that you are now so important. For what? For nothing. For just believing. Heaven is for all because it's for those who believe. It's not for those who are wise, clever, good. This is for people who can believe. That's why we can all go to heaven. God so loved the whole world that he gave his only because that whosoever believes should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Stand up on your feet. Clap for Jesus. To come into ownership. You, you own things through your sacrifice. Amen. Through your sacrifice, you even own people. Through Christ's sacrifice, he owned, he owned, he owned what? He owns us. So through my sacrifice in the ministry, I also own, in a certain sense, I own people. They virtually belong to me. Yeah, they virtually belong to me. Yeah. Yeah, they virtually belong to me. Do you understand? And people don't understand the level of ownership and commitment that you exert. They don't understand where it's from or what the base is. Is it financial? Like when somebody was coming to work, they were asking, what are they offering you? What are they giving you? How much are they offering you? You know? (laughs) They can't sort of understand it. But when your owner has called for you out of the bank, you come out. You get it. Have you finished distributing the books? Did you all get, give me one too. I'd also like to have one. I'm also blessed. I hope you are all going to give a good offering to the author. Because you should have given the offering. I shouldn't have linked it to the book even. 
just offering. It's not. It's not linked to the book. It's not linked. It's not linked. Okay. The the book is just a usual gift, camp gift. Okay, normal camp for coming to the camp. Pardon? We oui, we oui, we. Oui. Yeah, your own. When when you say own. It's like it's almost absolutely under your control. Do you see? Come, come, go, go. Sing, sing. Stop sing, don't sing. Change this, like that. And people hate it. There are people who criticize. Sometimes the people say, ah, why? Do you worship him or what? This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.